TV Campfire Podcast. I was like, yep, okay, so you win for the week. <laughs> We're here. I hate to sound like a broken road. Oh, no! We're fans. It's one of the best things on television. Oh! oh! All right, you got to hold it. Oh, no, you didn't. We talk TV. That was the best scene ever. Like, that I, blew I, me away. It was absolutely amazing. I just couldn't believe it. Welcome to the show. This is podcast number 421, and I'm Libby, your host, and this week we have returning guests. Hi, this is Greg, a TV enthusiast from Waterlogged, Missouri. This is Allison, and I write reviews for Weedonopolis. This is Aaron. I'm an actor and writer in Los Angeles. Uh, this is uh, Peter uh, from West Hollywood. Hi, this is Yusun. I'm a costume designer and a TV enthusiast from Los Angeles. All right, uh, let's start off with the news. First up is that AP Bio has been canceled after season two on NBC. Man, I can tell all of us watched it. <laughs> crickets, crickets, crickets. Uh, Gentleman Jack is has been renewed for season two on HBO. Woohoo! Okay, we have at least one person who watched that. It's great. You guys should tune in. Um, and... Uh, there was some news that Whiskey Cavalier was in discussion of being uncanceled, but then the showrunner came out and said, that's not true. They are definitely canceled. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I actually got a tweet from Papa Pope that said, tune in to the last episode so they won't get canceled. Oh, yeah. I was like, Papa Pope? Yeah, Papa Pope. He's on it? He's on the show? No, he's not on the show, but I guess he's promoting the show. Oh, that's weird. Because I was like, I don't remember him being on the show. Anyway. So, uh, True Lies is being developed as a TV show for Disney Plus, because we all wanted a Schwarzenegger type <laughs> show in our lives for Disney Plus. But I mean, I guess it's a big sci, uh, spy caper, yeah, kind of yeah. deal. Well, what I give Disney Plus credit for is they're spending money on their streaming service, their shows. They're they're like, because my biggest criticism for DC the DC universe app is they spent no money on their shows. Mm-hmm. They feel cheap. And I don't get the feeling that uh, Disney plus is doing that at all. They're like, how much money do you need? Here you go. All the money. <laughs> so um, that hopefully will be, be a big spy extravaganza. And the other thing I want to talk about real quick are the summer premieres. Cause right now I feel like there's crickets happening. All our shows are finaleing out. And I was like, Oh my God, what am I going to watch? Uh, be be thankful and be patient, fellow TV viewers of the summer. Here we go. Well, the I'm only listing the shows that I care about. There are more shows that are actually premiering, but I only wrote down the ones that I thought maybe our crowd would care about, which is The In-Between on NBC premieres on May 29th, and that's a show about a woman who can see ghosts and solves yeah. crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good Omens is on Amazon yes. May 31st. Oh, yes. Deadwood is on HBO May 31st. That's just a movie. I know, but it's still from a TV show. And, uh, and, and it's well, still on it, television. It's on my schedule, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's on TV. So uh, Luther will be on BBC America June 2nd. woo <laughs> Fear the Walking Dead and Nosferatu both premiere back to back June second on AMC. I will tell you the Nosferatu pilot is pretty bad. I saw yeah. it at WonderCon, I think. It, it it did not inspire me to uh, watch the show. 
Yeah. Uh, the, the trailers look pretty trailer good. Trailer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I saw the whole episode, so I'm just telling you from oh, seeing yeah. the whole episode, I was not impressed. It was pretty cheesy. That's uh, a shame because I love Zachary Quinto, and I know he's in that. So. Yes, and That's he's but he's his character so over the top. Like it doesn't. It's not a good. Perf- like I thought he was a great villain in Heroes. I loved him in Star Trek. I did not like him in this. Oh. He's too. Oh. He's like mustache twirling vampire villain <laughs> oh well and um so i was not impressed but and i think part of it is wait until they hear about my diabolical plan <laughs> <laughs> i feel like the rest of the show might be okay like it might be one of those shows if you could binge it all it might be all right but it wasn't a kind of pilot that grabs you it was the kind of pilot that was like, oh, I know you're definitely going to watch for the next 10 episodes, so I can take my time, you know, bringing out this story, and you'll totally... Because, like, after the episode ended, they showed a trailer for the rest of the season, and I was like, oh, that looks kind of good, except that the pilot didn't grab me. It Ooh. didn't make me care about the characters, and it didn't make me want to stay tuned. And I think that's a failure of a pilot. So that's just my quick opinion of that. Um, and then Black Mirror premieres June 5th, and Krypton premieres uh, June 12th. So, oh, cool. yeah, we're going to have some shows to talk about, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. All right, let's get on with the shows. And first up, we're going to finally, for the last time, talk about oh, yeah. Game of Thrones. <laughs> at least until the prequels come out yes <laughs> that's true but I'm sure they'll be called something else um, so this finale they say was controversial but I, I think I've only talked to one person who thought oh this is a really good finale I haven't talked to uh, the other they claim it's only 50% they said 50% of the people didn't like it and 50% of the people did and I was like no. am I not well, hanging around uh, with the right 50% episode completely lowered our expectations we were not expecting anything for the last episode that's true I, I was over it like episode 5 I was like okay they could burn down everything and I don't care and they did they literally burned down everything <laughs> um, and so I just I was just so uninvested like Episode five completely divorced me from the show mm. to where I just, <clears throat> I, I was just kind of just numb watching it. I want to well, hear see, what that was like a strategic move. Say again. I said, maybe that was a strategic move on them. Maybe once they saw like the whole series and saw the finale, they're like, or I mean, as they were writing it, they're like, well, uh, maybe we should make five super bad so that six <laughs> better. See, that's the secret <laughs> to a great finale. You lower yes. everybody's expectations so yes. far down yes. that when you finally come up with a mediocre finale, it's like everyone's like, whew, well, that wasn't so bad, was it? <laughs> it, it? It's like the teen who crashes the car, but it's like, mom, dad, I, I think, you know, I, I murdered someone. Not just kidding. I just crashed the car. And then, <laughs> then they're like, Oh, okay. that's, that's so much better. Wow. I mean, I don't know how they could have gotten worse. So at least that's points for them. I really mean that. Like I, when someone asked me what I thought about the finale, I literally said, 
I didn't hate it as much as I thought it was going to because five was so bad. So I guess that's a win for them. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. I'm going to let you guys talk about the details and then I'll jump in with things that really anger me. But I mean, <laughs> I think we're all, we're all going to be, we're all beating that's, the same. That should be a really more. long list at this point. I yeah. know. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron. I don't have I don't have the energy to even like talk about. It. I'll just go ditto. Oh, I've been, yes, I've been ranting on on Facebook like all week. I know long. that's why I said it's it's the like, it's like streamlining. I want to I know what I want to know what Aaron thought because I haven't talked to you. You're the only person on this podcast I haven't talked to uh, uh, about the finale. So I'm interested to know what you thought. Okay, well, um, talk about the epitome of character assassination. Um, I was. Uh, you know, for seven seasons, we had to hype up till we get to this last episode. And it, it let me down drastically. I feel like, um, you know, a lot of the character motivations were gone. I mean, Arya, she gained the mystic power to, you know, kill people and take their faces because her sole purpose was to go after Cersei. We didn't see that come to pass. Daenerys, her whole plan, the whole time where I rooted for her, there's three people that I rooted for from like near the beginning. And Daenerys, um, Jon Snow, and Tyrion. And Daenerys, I, it, I mean, she wanted to be on the Iron Throne. I couldn't find a justification for who she became in those last couple of episodes. We had a little bit of foreshadowing, but I didn't get enough. Somebody uh, said foreshadowing is not character development. That's right. Huh? And, and it's also very said, bad for, foreshadowing. For, Foreshadowing is not character right. development. Right. Very true. Very true. But I feel like she, it was a drastic change in, to me, in who she was. Um, her continually throwing herself at Jon Snow, even right up until the end, I, I was just like, uh, they, there was no chemistry there between them. Oh, anyway. no, there's never been chemistry between so them, but that's I, the So I'm sitting there like, I don't care. And I couldn't <laughs> believe it because those are two of my favorite characters and I didn't care what happened in those moments. Um, I feel like every, I mean, Jon Snow's a Targaryen, so what's happening with that? Well, he that's the other thing. We went through all of this to find out he's a Targaryen for, yes, no reason. for no reason. So he could ride a dragon when they were fighting the Night Walkers, and that was great. Hooray. So he, <laughs> he could ride a dragon. He had the authority to ride a dragon. Wonderful. But there was no fight. I just want to interject for a second because I, I want to address that for you. I, you know, one of the things that I did with some friends, like just, I don't know, to commiserate, um, mm -hmm. you know, once we talked about all these things that were wrong, like Aaron, what you're getting into, yeah. um, we were like, let's fix it. Let's fix it. So we just like, <laughs> like suggested things with like 10 things that would be a hundred times better than what they gave us. Yeah. And I will say this, um, of course, I agree with you. And this is a minor fix, maybe, but it's just something like at, at the very least, they should have, you know, let him, you know, everyone should have like voiced it. Everyone should have known about it. And then he could have at least walked away from it because yes, throughout right. the entire yes. show season, he was saying, I don't want to be king. I don't want to be king. I don't want to be king. So let everybody know about it, though. Let everyone know that it, it, it's a choice, but it really isn't because he's now turned it down officially. That way right. we kind of all. Instead you know, of instead of yeah instead of penalizing so there's, there's, him and sending him to the wall, that made no yeah. sense. Yeah. So right. no, it should have been like a choice that he made. Like yes, he has sure. all this glory heaped on him, and everybody's going to bow to him, and all of that, yeah. and he turns it away. And that would have made him a hero. Instead, yeah. he just comes up like kind of a putz, but because <laughs> you know, there he's just sitting in a cell 
for yes. how many months? And <laughs> yes. it's and then they go, oh, you go up to the wall. It, yeah. It's just there were so many dropped character threads, yeah. so many dropped narrative threads, yeah. and it was, it an was easy just fix. a mess at the end. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. It was like everybody's sitting there going, "Wait, but what about this story? And what about this yeah. thing? And what about this detail?" And and none of it made sense, and none of it mattered by the end because they just had this one goal that they were determined to get to, and it, it didn't matter what they dropped. By the wayside, and one of the things they dropped, and this will make me angry forever, um, was was the Night King. This is the yes. guy who was the bad guy from and the and the the, the existential yes. threat to all living things from yes. literally scene one, episode one. Yes, uh, and and instead of season one, and instead yes. of him being the big thing that we take down at the very end, ever the thing that everything else is mm-hmm. leading up to, because politics is minor next yeah. to everything. Everyone dies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's and instead of that being the big thing, and they could have even had Ariek still kill him, but have that be the last moment. Yeah. Um, instead, he's like the B story who we just get rid of in episode yeah, three. It felt like they were just getting checking boxes off, but let me, it let me, uh, l- let me get uh, Peter. You haven't talked yet. Because uh, you're the I, one of the few people that I've talked to that did like the finale. I didn't. I didn't hate the finale because I don't have the same love for the show. I've been complaining about this show for the last ten years. I mean, like I don't. So to me, I, I, I'm I'm hearing everything you guys are saying, and, and and actually, I think you guys are all bringing up good points, and especially when Allison's saying about that or, or Olivia, like what was the point narratively to have John be a Tigerian and. What's the point to have John always say, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have this. I don't want to rule. Although, actually, I kind of like where he ends up at the end because I didn't want him to be, become well, king. Well, yeah, that's not the like, problem. We, we're all fine with him not becoming yeah, I think, king. Yeah, I, it is how he gets there. That's the right, right, but I, right, but I agree that a discussion or, or him walking away would have made him more heroic. I agree. I, I like, I think all that would have been, yeah, more satisfying. It sure. pushed Absolutely. all the buttons. It would have um, served all our, you know, I think I think the things I did like about it were um, I you know I I felt really bad for Dragon like I I thought that moment where oh, Dragon the dragon? Yeah. yeah when Dragon's trying to like wake up um, Danny oh, yeah. and then takes her away I, yeah that that got and then and then burns the melts the Iron Throne up like that was pretty like I was emotionally pretty. I was like, ah, you know, like I thought that scene was effective. Like, I mean, That's I don't. I, I felt that scene was actually great, except yeah. for one thing. It up until that moment, Drogon was, and and none of the dragons were were pr- portrayed as being anything other than vaguely controlled wild animals. Right. True. That's and true. suddenly right. he has the ability to understand symbolic meaning. Right. <laughs> you know, complex political machinations. No, you're totally right. You're right. Like, you're it right. made I, no sense. Yeah, no, you're 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 totally right. I'm just saying it got me emotionally, but you you are correct that it is like, why does this dragon care about yeah, I know. Um, well no also, my, the best explanation the, I, the best explanation I've seen for that scene is Drogon sees there's a sword in Danny, and then he sees a bunch of swords, and he's like, "Wait, what?" And then he burns all the swords. Like I was like, "That's okay. a reach." <laughs> no. Yeah, it's a reach. I mean, like, uh, somebody actually like, posted a meme about that. He's either the smartest dragon in the world or the dumbest dragon in the world. You know, like take that, you evil sword chair. <laughs> I thought. I thought, was, I thought the other things I liked. I liked, even though it was 
ridiculous, but I like uh, Tyrion because I, I think the opening is Tyrion basically walking to basically find yes. his his uh, siblings, and I there's yeah. like a quiet there's a stillness to it, you know, after the war that I kind of like. Now I don't know how the hell their bodies are in perfect condition and they're holding like <laughs> I'm like oh come on I was like like they, they just had an entire like castle building fall, fall on top on of them, them. Yeah. they look they look just smashing they were pretty they were very pretty <laughs> like I was like what? they're ready for their close up um, and I, the biggest the biggest problem I had with the season was more what uh, Allison said was that you know to me. For me personally, what I've always kind of liked about Game of Thrones, even though it, they've never literally said it, is I've always kind of I've always kind of thought of like uh, winter is coming and the Night King and the Walkers as kind of a metaphor for like climate change. Now mm-hmm. I'm not saying it literally is. I'm just saying I always kind of like that feeling of like something that seems to be a natural disaster or something that they can't control and it's way bigger than their politics. And to have it, yeah, to have it ended with just like that halfway through the season, I was like, what? I was like, so Arya fixed climate change? Like, I mean, like, (laughs) I was like, oh, come on, you know, like, um, you know, but I don't know. But again, I've never had the same investment with the show that everyone else on this podcast has. So when I say that I enjoyed the finale, I don't have the same angst that you guys have. I'm not saying you guys don't, you you absolutely should be mad. I'm just in for me personally, I was never as invested. So, I mean, so for right. me, you know, I wouldn't say I It didn't break your heart as, as badly as it did. Right, right. I'm kind of like, I was but, like, yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, no, wait, one thing I, one more thing I liked. Um, again, I liked a lot of things. It's, it's like I like a lot, a lot of, there's a lot of things I liked on paper more than necessarily in execution. I find Bran a very boring kind of plot type of character, like a plotty character. However... I do like the idea that Sam is like, maybe we should let the people decide. And everyone's like, ha ha, democracy lame. And then <laughs> by giving, by giving Bran this, the iron throne, doesn't Sansa say something like, well, wait a minute. Like you can't have children, kids. And they're like, that's even better. And I was like, Oh, I was like, well, I kind of like that because it's like, you're kind of ending. You're sort of hinting that you're ending this like oligarchy thing. So on paper, I like that. I'm not saying Bran's interesting. Well, like, except for except for the fact that number one, um, the the three eyed raven could live centuries. Yeah. That's that's number one. Number two, they can pick who they're who they have to succeed them. That's true. So you're, you can end right. up with just this this you know millennial uh, this 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 endless you're right, you're uh, right. oligarchy of that's that's headed up by three eyed ravens. Right. No, you're right. Oh, and the, all right. Well, I'm sorry. And the last thing I was going to say, I would as much as hate as as this is going. I would watch a spinoff with Arya because I was like, <laughs> I would. Everyone I would watch that. a spinoff with Arya. I'd be like, all right, like so. Except that I'm HBO saying. has come out and said they're not doing any spinoffs. Yeah, yeah. they uh, said there uh, will be no spinoffs. They're only doing prequels. Yes, yes, just yeah. prequels. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I, 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 I want to jump in here because I can't, I can't believe that I, um, it. it I, I would say anything that even remotely defends, you know, the show's last season. But I will say this because I was saying this to a lot of people, and a lot of people are. This isn't revelatory, um, but I was reading an article of George R. R. Martin, and the thing is, I think 
uh, interview. It was fresh. It was just recent post post finale. Um, you know, I think the problem is that some of the things that we not all, but some of the things that we have, well, a lot of us are having a big problem with is because they um, self imposed time you know they did this they chose to only have six episodes hbo was desperate for them to go on forever and certainly they would have given them you know of course they'd given more seasons but even in this season they would have given them any amount of episodes they wanted and i think that D D, you know they they really um they, I think they were. They had a, too much. It was hubris. It was laziness. It was whatever you want to call it. It was I, the they, fact they, they that were they were fun. also given the Star Wars movies. Yes, so, I was just going um, to say they were eager on. to get on they, to that. Yeah, they yeah. really wanted to move on, and so um, yeah. I think a, a, a part of the problem was that we, they ju- it was too short. They just didn't, you know, uh, allow themselves mm-hmm. enough time, and maybe right. they, they they were too vain or you know proud to think, oh, we can pull it off. Well, they certainly right. couldn't pull it off in six episodes. But I think a lot of some of the problems could have been solved if we had just gotten more time to get used to. And 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 he said, uh, George R. R. Martin said exactly that. Basically, he 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 said he called them out and said, you know, but but in a nice way, saying, look, they only had six episodes. He's like, I've got two more books to like get the ending right. You know what I mean? And so he he basically was like, a lot can happen, you know, in, in my two books. So, I, I mean, I don't know if that was a little bit of a self-save, like kind of saying, you know, don't abandon Game of Thrones until after you read my version. <laughs> I got to say, I got to say, do we think those books are coming out? I, I don't I think he plans on dying first. No, no but but <laughs> I I would say also now that he's seen what they did, somebody said that the show is like a beta test for his books. He's like, okay, so don't do that. So <laughs> me, I said that. I said well, that. it's also said, there was an article. There was an article. But anyway, I we need to yes. move on. We need to move on. I gave us ten minutes for Game of Thrones. We've spent almost twenty. So <laughs> Uh, a final final word. Hats off to Peter Dinklage for lots and lots of dialogue that he pulled off very well. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. All the I actors, mean, all the actors brilliant. did a great acting yeah. throughout. Yeah, yeah. all the actors were phenomenal. That as I was watching, listening to him speak, I was like, "Oh, this is his Emmy tape." I was like, "This is literally." <laughs> yes. They hit record and then they hit stop, and they were like, "Bag it up." Then <laughs> all right, let's go, guys. Let's let's move on, guys. All right, I think overall, everyone is pretty much giving it a. Thumbs down for uh, I'm the episode. Off I'm <laughs> <cut> off <laughs> Not yours. Someone else's, right? There's, uh, there's. Yes, I'm okay. Out and I'm chopping off thumbs. And, and I would say, if I was to judge the entirety of season eight, I liked half of it and I hated half of it. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we're going to talk about Chernobyl. And who is now watching it? Because oh, I thought Tom I am. was. I am. Oh, I you am. are now. I'm, I'm. I'm loving it, but I haven't finished season. Uh, I haven't finished episode three. Except uh, that but we're I think talking it's about great. episode and three. And I love the podcast too. I think the podcast. Yeah, is great. the podcast. Yeah, the podcast. Great. Oh, I was not is great. aware of the podcast. They have a podcast. It's the creator of the. Sh- after every episode, the creator of the show does an hour long podcast where he talks about all the what everything that went into it. And oh. it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, that's why I'm. That's actually why I'm behind because I was like, oh, I want to finish the second podcast so that I've heard everything before I move to three. That was why. That's why I've been. Unfortunately, I we're talking three. about episode like, three because we talked about episode two last week. So we got we're talking about episode two right now or three right now. Uh, no. I don't. Do they have names? I don't even know if they have names. What do you mean? But, yeah, they have names. Uh, the episode names. names. I don't. I don't even know what they are. Oh. Uh, oh they have. Yeah, they probably do. 
Right. Yeah, I haven't been paying attention. But, okay, here we go. So, episode three, because uh, where we left off in two was that you had those three guys go into the underwater tunnel to open up a valve and all their lights go out. And it's almost like a horror movie. And then the, you just hear the radiation meter just going, blah, 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 just is going crazy. And I was like, oh, my God. And in episode three, they just kind of up the stakes. It's just, it's just like, I like that they basically resolve the issue of the three guys pretty quickly. Like in the first 10 minutes, the guys figure out a way to get to the pipes. They, they, they complete their mission, you know? Well, obviously they had to, or else Europe would be gone. So, um, I like the fact that that kind of gets dealt with really early. And now they're like, okay, meltdown's not happening immediately. Now we have like a couple of weeks before the next meltdown. So what do we do? And just the, they, I think in the podcast, they said they called it counting lives and they just grab all these miners and they're like, we need you to dig this tunnel underneath it. And you're, they, you're basically assigning them to die. Exactly. And they grab, and, and the thing is, is with the three guys that they set down there, they ask for volunteers, but with the miners, they basically show up with a, with a military escort and and just tell them to get on this bus or we're going to shoot you. And I like that the dude was like, all right, go ahead. <laughs> He's like, you're going to run out of bullets before you kill all of us. Uh, and he was like, tell us what the mission is. And when he finally tells them the mission, he's like, oh, all right, let's get on the bus. Um, and the miners were awesome. They were the most interesting new characters that they, they brought in. I really thought just their whole blase, because I guess their whole thing is we're digging in a mine. We know we're going to get black lung and die. And so now they're like, okay, so you want us to go up underneath the reactor and get cancer and die. All right. Like, they were very blasé about the whole thing. Um, and it just made, just, and I just loved how everyone reacted to them, including their whole, you know, it's really hot in here, so screw it, we're not going to wear clothes scene. All right, I'm done talking. What did you guys think? Um, well, I, I would say that I, I love this, except love is a weird word to use in, context, in, in, in connection with Chernobyl. Right. Um, it's a harrowing show to watch. Correct. It really is. You're not going to feel good by the time you're finished watching this. But it's an, it's an amazing, immersive experience. I remember when this happened, and I, you know, seeing it dramatized, so you got this minute by minute instead of this news sense of just oh well this happened that happened and now this is going on and now you're getting these very personal stories and then look at what they had to deal with from the inside and you realize how close to to really just global disaster it came had not specific people been there to make specific decisions and make ultimate sacrifices right and and they make explicit i mean it's it's really graphically horrible what they show when they when they show you the people who are dying of radiation from uh close contamination right it's just it's it's beyond horrific and you figure if the, the the other people who are in there just supervising their dead men walking too it's just they're going to eventually die of cancer instead of you know having their their insides liquefied in a matter of days um 
but everyone who's involved in this operation, it's it's this sacrifice that they're making. And I think when you were talking about the uh, the coal miners, that is like this perfect example of of Russian fatalism. Right. These are guys who who have been working under this oppressive regime, which forces people into certain roles, and life is crappy under it. And you know the alcohol rates. The alcoholism rates in in Russia were just skyrocket at the time, and this gives you an idea why they just have this this sense that you know their lives aren't going to be long and their lives aren't worth some much of anything. But it, if they do this, they'll be able to help other people. Other right. people will be able to go on, and they're just there's this instant willingness to to sacrifice themselves for that because they're already in that mindset. Right. Um, well, let's move on real quick. I wanted to uh, ask since Scratch hadn't talked real quick. Uh, can you talk about the uh, the wife of the fire firefighters? What did you think of that storyline before we move on? Yeah, I mean that, that was really great. I mean, um, ex- except that it was, it, was, it was really horrifying because you know you get you really do get the sense that no one really knew about what radiation was and how it could hurt you at the time. You know, all these people are living right next to a nuclear power plant. They had no idea, like, how it worked or what it did or, or, or what the dangers could be. And so, you know, this the wife who's trying to find her firefighter husband, and she's in the hospital and she's running around, you know, the nurses are like, you know, you can't be here. You can't see these people. Um, but if you, you know, if you limit your time, it might be okay. And, you're, and, you're, and, and, and they asked her, do you have – the first thing they asked her is, do you have any children? Because they want to know if she has already had children because the exposure that she could get could render her not to, to not be able to have children. And, and, and that's why, you know, and, you know, but she, she, and they she, also ask if she's pregnant and she lies and says, yeah. No. Lies. yeah. And so, you know, when she's in there, um, and all she's going, day, oh, she's in there all day yeah. and all night. Yeah, she's in there all day, and then they move her husband, and her husband's behind, like, plastic, which was really because, you know, and I like the way that they did the dialogue early early in the episode where they tell the audience basically through dialogue, like, okay, what's going to happen to these people who've been exposed? And they kind of say, well, here's what's going to happen. It's going to look like burns at the beginning, and then it's going to look like you're getting better, and then basically – your entire insides are going to liquefy to the point where we can't even administer pain meds and you're going to die horribly. And it was like, Oh my God. And then they, you know, and, and I'm glad in the podcast that the, the show, the showrunners or the, the creators were like, well, there are certain things that we just decided that it just, we just really didn't have to show on camera. You know, they didn't have to go for the grotesqueries of what, you know what a person's body look like looks like when it goes undergoes um, radiation. We need to wrap. We need to wrap this one up because we run this but, one as long as Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes, yeah, but just to get back to you know, I actually found myself in this episode like actually having an appreciation for the Soviet Union because when they were talking about like the 
um, the circle of accountability, which is which is what the KGB was. It's like, yes, there were people watching people, but there's other people watching those people and other people watching those people. I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds like that sounds that sounds good to me. I was like, well, oh. I don't know. Well, he said it in a way it was supposed to sound good. It was actually horrible. It was terrible. And, 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 and when, when you bring up why these people didn't know what the, the effects of radiation were, it's because of the Soviet Union. They were brought up under this totalitarian system that deliberately kept these people in ignorance so that they wouldn't have a problem living right next to a, a right. you know. A well, we, we need to move on, guys. We need to move on. Power plant. Yes. We need to move on. Well, really good show. Recommend. Yeah. Thumbs up, up for up. me. Definitely. Two oh, way up. up. Way up. It's a brilliant show. Yeah. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about Killing Eve. And I think this is episode, what, five? I don't remember what number. Six? Some number. Uh, yeah, episode left? Is that what they said? We have a couple more left. We have at least two. But I, no, I think, we, I think actually next week is the finale. What? Yeah. Ah! No! <laughs> <laughs> the thing I love about where we are in the story right now is that uh, basically Villanelle is working for Eve, and so they're spending a lot of time together, and I love it. I love it a lot, because for me, j- their relationship is the heart of the show. Um, I don't really care about much of anything else going on on the show, other than that. Uh, and so having Eve trying to control Villanelle is is beyond hilarious to me. And then her randomly having sex with her uh, partner because Villanelle's in her ear. And he was like, thank you for the threesome. That was creepy. <laughs> that was, it made me laugh. It made me laugh so hard. Uh, your thoughts? Other than it's creepy. Um, well, I didn't. I, I guess I'm not enjoying this season as much really? as you are. Um, oh, no, I, I liked. I, I absolutely adored season one, and I don't hate season two, but I'm having trouble getting into it to the same extent. I'm. I'm finding it very hard to accept the. I mean, I really have to go through mental contortions to accept the premise that they are working with Villanelle as an as an asset as an agent when she is as unhinged and dangerous as she is. She was the person they were after last year and now she's become an asset. And I, I just have real problems trying to, to accept the logic of that. But even when I get over that, the, the, the situation that they have now between her and Eve and that, you know, they're constantly working together and that Eve is Eve sort of falling under her spell and all of this somehow it's just making Villanelle less, scary to me less you know di- even though they've had her do unhinged things like throwing that woman under a bus and and whatnot she's still and of course she just killed the pseudo girlfriend of of eve's husband right um, that's gonna have repercussions that is definitely gonna be of course it could have been worse she could have killed him well um, I, what i love is that stayed she, away she, from that I, I love that she knows the line she's like I really want to kill you, but Eve will never forgive me if I actually kill you. Yeah, then that's the only thing <laughs> training her. But so, so she, you know, they still have that, but she still isn't this absolutely terrifying force that she was in season one. I, I feel like you know, familiarity is just, if not bred contempt, it's just bred this kind of ease with her that I shouldn't have. And so, yeah, I'm not, I, I'm just not getting into this season quite as much. Uh, yeah, I have 
Yeah, I, I, t- I, I have to agree. I mean, really? I think, I, yeah, I think the thing about the first season was was the hunt. And that was the cool thing, you know, when they were, you know, when Eve was hunting Villanelle and the whole thing. But now that they're working together, it's like there's it's like the the tension is gone. Oh, yeah. it is not gone. I don't think so. You know, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, Villanelle is going to kill people and they have the whole, you know, thing where Villanelle is, is taking care of the husband's girlfriend, who he says is not his girlfriend. And so I guess she's dead. But uh, uh yeah, it's um, <clears throat> yeah, it's just it's not as uh, tension filled as as last season was. Yeah, and especially when you know, I mean, she's killed people like right in front of Eve, and and right in front of you know MI six, and she gets away with it because they find her useful. So you know that there's not going to be any consequences to what she does. And at this point, it's like, well, <laughs> what what could she do that they'd actually you know turn their turn away from her for and start hunting her again um so yeah it just seems really weird that she could go to the lengths she goes and not have anyone say okay you know what we really have to put her in prison (laughs) and i I let a bunch of episodes stack and so i was kind of watching them all in order and and then the whole thing that got me was like oh is constantine on our side now but then all of a sudden he switched and then he was with villanelle for like one episode and then he's like back again and he's on our side now i i I didn't even get that whole thing okay you guys are crazy crazy (laughs) i love the show all right let's moving on let's move on next up we're gonna talk about charm season finale and uh i'm just gonna give a moment to my shipper bit because i mean the whole thing is oh my god macy is evil because she's got the thing and she's so powerful and power power corrupts and then makes you do crazy stuff and my thing that I loved because I've been shipping her and Harry since the pilot is that there's that moment where he's trying to like kind of comfort her, make sure she doesn't go off the rails. And he touches her arm and he's like, we all care about you. And she looks at him. And she goes, you know, I can read your mind right now. Right. And he's like, Oh, and he like really quickly takes his hand off and he won't look at her. And I was like, yes. So other than that, uh, what did you guys think? That's the only thing I cared about. What did you guys think? For charm finale, was it a good? Uh, clip? It was okay. It was okay. I mean, are you gonna I, watch I, second season? Um, you know, if there's not a lot against it, yeah. <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> it's it's you know the thing with Charmed is it's just there's not a lot there That's to true. it. That's true. That's true. It's very weightless. It's yes. very you know it's it's a piffle really on on programming. I'm but, not going to argue with you, but the only thing I got, I, once I find my ship that I can kind of get on, I'm like, okay, I can follow this. <laughs> but you're right. this It's not great. And the other two no, sisters are... the writing yeah, is kind of bad. The other two sisters are pretty bad. Well, how about this? The two younger sisters are pretty bad, but I think Harry and Macy are good. I, I think, you know, the the older sister is definitely, she's she's better than the two younger ones. Um, and I love Rupert Evans, so you know there's that. I That's mean, if, if anything pulls back to the show, it's him. But yes. uh, yeah, it's like I mean, it's not horrible, but it's not great. It's no. just kind of there. You're right. You're right. I'm not going to argue with you about that at all. All right. So uh, I'm probably going to tune in for season two because they gave me that little bitty kernel at the end of the season. And I was like, you sly dogs. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's move on. Uh, that's all we really need to say about Charmed, anyway. Yeah. 
Uh, next up, we're going to talk about Fosse Vernon because Peter has been badgering me about it. I still haven't watched it, but he's been badgering me about it. And Allison saw it as well. So what did you it's guys It's brilliant. Think? It's great. Oh, of course. Ironically, I did not see the new episode. <laughs> uh, well, we've never really talked about it, so you can talk about whatever you want. I love, I love the show, though. I mean, it's absolutely one of my favorites. I think that they've... Wait, so um, Allison, I'm assuming this episode they're diving more into the production of um, Chicago. Yes. And they show a lot of it, which is which is great because it's one of my favorite musicals. Me too. And, yeah, yeah. And too. and they have a lot of clips from the product, you know, putting it into production and and all of that. And they use it as a framing device as well. So I I really I loved this episode. I thought it got so brilliantly into the characters and their psychology, and also just the you know I I loved watching as much of the show as they did. So oh, that was, great. was great. I mean, like when they were remaking the the Lenny movie, when they were re- like all the all their recreations and stuff have been pretty great. Like I've I've yeah. Uh, also, um, as much as I like Sam, Sam Rockwell, I mean, I, he's really good. I think you're right because you're the one who called it with the pilot. Michelle Williams really should like get an Emmy. Like she really is. Oh, yeah. She's she's so transformative because I don't really see Michelle Williams. I see I see um, Gwen Vernon. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is she she channels her it's just absolutely amazing i mean she does kind of fade away in this in this production and become the character i you know from this point on it's like when i see gwen verdon i'm almost going to see her as well right right. she just becomes her so completely how many is this gonna be 10 episodes um i think i think we're like at the very last or maybe second to last episode next week so this coming week because like yeah, because yeah, I'm wondering because I'm like after he does because then I was on IMDb after Fosse does um, Chicago he does he in 1980 he did do Star 80 which was a film so mm-hmm. I'm kind of like well I don't know if they're gonna deal with that like that's why I'm wondering like where do you think they're gonna go um, I would hope well I don't know if they're gonna go into Star 80 they may I, I know it, it wasn't you know. It, it wasn't received well, but there's also his autobiographical, semi-autobiographical, all that jazz, and I would hope that they cover that because that that's that's a film that not only talks about his past but almost predicts his future, um, and so I think that that would be interesting to cover. He did oh, get more into movies. I do love all that jazz. You're right. That's, yeah. that's uh, Roy, Roy Scheider. Guys, we, we we need to wrap this one up. Um, but either uh, way, yeah, no, I'm loving the show. I think it's one of my favorites. Um, so it sounds you're, it sounds like you're saying this episode, especially for fans of Chicago, is really good. Oh, it's yes. If you are a Chicago fan, um, it is an absolutely fantastic episode. I think I think all the episodes have been brilliant. Maybe the the only one that I was kind of eh about was the one where they're stuck in the in the one little place in the rain, um, the little beach house in the rain. Oh, the bottle. Um, yeah, that one was okay. Um, yeah, it was like, I mean, I, it was character study-wise, it was nice, but we didn't get any of those wonderful little leads to, to different shows and right. flashbacks and things like that that we I normally would... get. But uh, I, I would say overall, this is a brilliant, brilliant series. If you like musicals, if you're into Fosse at all or, or, the time or any of the shows they did, this yeah. is just an amazing show. All right. Next up, we get... Two minutes on uh, what we do in the shadows. What did you guys think of that? Because I'm so still out. Well, I've been a huge fan of 
um, the show. I've not seen the most recent, but I really did love. I th- is it called the trial? Is that what it is? Yeah, the trial. Uh, yeah, we're basically the, the um, our trio of vampires are afraid that they may or may not have killed the Baron because they don't. Rem- they were all on drugs, so they don't remember what happened. And the cool thing is, is that the the Council of Vampires is basically played by actors who who have played vampires in either movies or television, which I thought was great. Like, I just thought that was so hilarious. Very meta. It was very mm-hmm. meta. Yeah, <laughs> including Taika Waititi and the two other guys from the, the original movie. Right, right, right. Just, I, I practically shrieked when I saw them. It's like, oh, you're kidding me. Oh, my God. And I love that they call them by their – the head of the council is Tilda Swinton, and she's yes. just Tilda. Just They're Tilda. Like, yes, just because that was great. That was great. <laughs> And then they say something like, oh, Brad and Tom, it was a scheduling problem because of the interview with the vampire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they had, like, right Wesley time. Snipes and, on and video oh, as played. On, yeah, oh, my God. Snipes on video. <laughs> it's not the Wi-Fi. Yeah, like, that was great. Um, but, yeah, this, I really, I, I mean, I watched the show because I just think it's so funny. I know Libya does not. Um, but I... Sorry, I the show very funny, but I gotta say, um, I I am very curious where they're gonna go with Guillermo because you really feel bad for him because it's like he's never gonna become a vampire, and in this episode he gets so pissed off you almost feel like he's gonna leave them to die. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I I'm yes yeah, still a huge fan. Vampires I, only Guillermo, like uh, I, I love it. I I really wanted to talk about the show. Uh, because I loved this last episode so much, but since Peter hit all of the the, the, the high points, uh, and rightfully so, um, I will just say this. Uh, I'm putting myself in the devil's advocate box. Um, I'm such a fan of the movie, and um, I definitely like the beginning of the series. I will have to say that it's a little uneven for me, um, and that's not a big you know, minus, but um, last week's was, I also did not see this week's um, episode. I think it's called The Orgy, but um, I don't even know what they're going to do with that. But I, it was, very um, it was, it was oh, was it? Best. Okay. Yes, it was. Okay, good. Okay, good to know. Um, I'll probably watch it right after this podcast. Um, I, uh, yeah, but I thought the trial did everything that the series Everything about what you love about the series is it was was kind of in there, you know. They um, it just the humor was at, at the top. It was very meta. There was a lot of wink winking, and um, so for me, it's like I'm definitely going to continue watching the show. Is it my favorite show or my favorite comedy? No, um, but it's there's nothing else out there like it. And um, you know the the premise is is something that I've you know, was sold on from the movie anyway. Um, so yeah, so I, I do. I think I heard it was renewed, right? Was it, yeah, was it, it was, which really yeah. surprised me. And I think ah, we talked about it before. Is like the main problem with this is how do they keep this joke going? Right. Yes. So far, they've managed to do it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I keep waiting for that moment where the ball finally drops. And it's like, yeah, we're yeah, we, we got to wrap this up. We're we're getting behind. Okay. We still got like four or five more shows. So that's great. Thumbs up. Yes. Okay. For you. Thumbs up for sure. All right. Next up, we're going to talk about the season finale of DC's Legends. And this episode was pretty. I mean, the last couple of episodes, the show goes from being super serious or super crazy and just insane to being somewhat serious, where we have Ray Palmer 
uh, his body is taken over by a demon and his soul is in hell and they have to do a rest. So half the team does like a rescue mission to try to get him out of hell and then everybody else is fighting the demon side of him. And so it's one of the more serious episodes and as I say that, it's also not that serious. Um, Because then you have the dragon egg, you have the big scene with the dragon and the tent pole and the woman, the the wizard controlling the dragon is burn them all! And I was like... (laughs) (laughs) So... Um, what did you guys think of the finale? Aaron, what did you think? Um, didn't see DC Legends. Uh oh. All right, anyone else? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it was okay. Yeah. Um, that's about right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I didn't Well, they really... did change up a character. They changed the, uh, what is the woman's name who's out of time? And they were like, oh, if yeah. you get out of the ship, then you're going to be erased. Your timeline will be erased. And yeah, so, like, time, yeah, more timey wimey stuff, right? Yeah. So, like, he's she, he's hugging her, and then they pull out of the hug, and it's a dude. And you're like, wait, what happened? Um, so she got removed from that timeline, and nobody noticed. Yeah, and he goes, wait, I think I'm forgetting someone, but and then never he, mind. Yeah. Right. And I don't, I don't think it matters. I mean, in general, we say timey-wimey stuff because we allow for, you know, us to not care about it. But in this case, I really don't Did care. care. You know I mean, <laughs> erase the character and you're just like, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah her, it's like, okay, her whatever, the show. Like, I enjoy the show, so that's not a diss. It's just literally saying I don't even hold it to timey-wimey standards. You know what I mean? It's like timey-wimey-wimey-wimey. I don't, I don't really care. Yeah, the like, show is all over the place. Yeah, nothing no, nothing about the show makes any sense anyway. No, no. Well, I and mean, it's, like, it's, it's what, like, what's what's his name and his nipple? Like, he was he was hypnotizing. So gross. He was yeah, hypnotizing people with the eye nipple from from hell or something, and then they were all when that like, actually happened. Like when it, I mean, it was a weird one-off joke, you know. Like when it happened, all oh, when his nipple got bitten off. Yeah, when it got bitten off, and then they made a few references to it, and I was like, fine, it's like a funny in-office joke or something from the beginning of the season. But when they spent an entire episode with the third nipple coming to life and being like the Eye of Sauron, I was just like, what (laughs) is happening? What am I watching? Why am I watching this? I just, and I was like, ah. I mean, after the initial shock and disgust, I was like, whatever, it's legends. So um, the show is ridiculous. It is. Uh, and it is. and um, I don't mind it. Again, it's there's nothing out there like it right now, you know? And, um, you know, they do try to give you a little bit of a plot. They do try to give you a little bit of drama. Um, and then very it's just little, a, very little. Yeah, very yeah. little. But that's like a circus freak show. I will say at the very end, though. Um, I don't know if it's a spoiler or not, but, you know, I, Steel Man, I don't remember his name. Um, that whole thing with his father, that was sweet, you know, they like, they they do try their best to kind of wrap up things, like, nicely, unlike Game of Thrones, like, it's, you know, there's, <laughs> there's, there's Wow, you're comparing Legends of Tomorrow now, to wait, Game me, of Thrones? Well, that's, that's the absurdity. That's the absurdity. There's far less investment and there's far less weight to the relationships, but at least they try. So they, they took that father-son storyline all the way through to the end and they wrapped it up very sweetly. And and um, that Kumbaya ending where they're all standing around in a circle singing, I was like, oh my gosh, this is yeah. whatever. 
or, you know, yeah. I didn't think he was actually going to die, except for the thing that since we're all so savvy with with shows in Hollywood and stuff, the whole time he was dying, I kept thinking, did he get another show? I was like, <laughs> I don't care about him getting recast. What's happening here? So and then it turns out he doesn't die. And I was like, oh, I guess he didn't book a new show. So um, <laughs> it's fun. It's, fun. It's, it's just absolutely middle of the road. I don't even know if it's I think it's like its own road. It's not even like, oh, let's, it's we're, like a, we're done talking about it. Let's yeah, do that. Yeah. OK, it's over. It's done. It had its season finale. I'll probably watch the next season. I'll maybe. watch next. Yeah, season. I'll probably will, too. All right. Next up, we're going to talk about the 100, which I don't think we have ever talked about. Maybe. Well, we talked about it at the very beginning, like in season one. When yeah. I, and I was hating real hard on it. And then last summer, I tried to watch it and I got up to like season three and then I threw it down. If I could have thrown things at it, I would have. <laughs> and then this season, it started and all the trailers were like, they're on a new planet. They're meeting aliens. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wait, they're on another planet? How did that happen? Um, and so I found out. Well, one, there was no television, really much television on this week. So I was like, oh, there's only there are only four episodes deep into this whole new storyline. All right. And so last night I watched all four episodes of season six. But because will, it was relatively bingeable. It was. And I will tell you preemptively, I stopped watching this show in season three and then I jumped to season six. So there's some stuff that I'm missing. All right. From yes. the- <laughs> and, and thanks to me, um, <laughs> I did call. I called the helpline last night. I was like, "Okay, yes. why is everybody I was like, mad at Clark?" And why- helpline. <laughs> I was like, "What's your and- question? Was How like- can I help you?" Um, <laughs> I had a lot of questions. First of all, you texted me, and like it was a stream of like nine hundred questions. I was like, "Does she seriously think I'm going to be texting her these answers back all night long?" I was like, "I'm just going to call you." So he- here's what I'll say. Because um, there's too much. We've never talked about the show. Or, I know, but we're or we only going to so talk long. about the season. We're only gonna no, talk no, that's about... what I'm saying. Okay. So I'm going to just fast forward and say, but full disclosure, I'm a huge fan of the 100. And um, I'm the first one to accept that it's not a particularly real, like realistic or super well-written show. Um, but, and it, I, I will classify it. I think it's better than a guilty pleasure for me, but it's, but the reason I classify it as a guilty pleasure is because there are plenty of things wrong with it that I'm fully willing to accept and ignore, um, you know, because I like so many other things about it. And to me, it's compelling and it's a fun watch. So I'll call it a guilty pleasure. Um, this season they do, here's what they do. Six seasons, uh, for, a few of them, they definitely carry over the storyline, and I think they do a great job of their finale cliffhangers. Um, but twice now, they've done time jumps, and I normally hate time jumps. And then this time, they did a time jump planet jump. So it was like a double reboot. Um, and uh, yeah, the a, last They were in cryo for 200 years, right? Correct. Yeah, they were in cryo for 200 years, and they ended up... Um, Monty to one main character, Monty, that was there from the beginning. And then his girlfriend who we kind of picked up along season two or three, uh, they sacrificed themselves because someone needed to stay awake in order to kind of manage everything, uh, and make sure everything was on track. So they did not put themselves in cryo and age till, I don't know, like 80, 90, whatever together, living a lovely life, having a little kid who then grew up and they let him, he stayed awake for 26 some odd years. And then he dumped himself into cryo. 
um, and then was, you know, um, and then woken, he got woken up, up with everybody else. Right. Yeah. No, no. He got woken up first. And oh, then okay. he went and then woke up Bellamy and Clark first so that he could kind of explain everything. So just fast forwarding now at this point, I think they're doing a great job resetting. I mean, the reason you bailed when you did was because th- that season legitimately was terrible. Uh, it was really hard to slog through as a fan. I just was like, I don't, I've just got to grit my teeth and bear it. Um, but it, it got continually better. And I think season five was incredibly strong. Um, and I actually wondered what they were going to do to like wrap it up. I thought, where are they going to go now? And here, this is a little piece of trivia. They did not know. And this is excellent. I, this is hats off. I just finished talking about how the show wasn't that well written. They did not know until the 11th hour that that show was going to be picked up. So the showrunner writer, Jason, I think Rothberg, Rothenberg or whatever, he, he said that he wrote the show to end you know, as a as to work as a series series finale, and as a series finale, it was excellent, fantastic. As a you know, as a devotee fan, I it would if it had ended there, it really would have been satisfying. But he did also very smartly leave a back door open, and when they found out, and he didn't, they didn't know, so it wasn't like season six was written. So um, when they found out that they were getting a sixth season, then they all kind of scrambled, and he was like, "All right, let's reboot again." Um, and so I give them hats off. I think that the one criticism that even fans will have about the show is they do kind of repeat the same overarching, right. um, not even theme, but the, the setup, which is like, oh, these guys are good guys. Wait, they're, they're bad, bad guys. guys. Well, I mean, bad it, guys. Wait, uh, they're good guys. Yeah. The thing so. is, is, is like, I've only seen three seasons and when we get to the new planet and they meet these people and it seems like a utopia, I was like, these guys are bad guys. This is yeah, always exactly. what happens. And then yeah. by episode four, they're totally bad guys. And I was like, yeah, all right. Like, and and yeah. that's my frustration with the show. That's the fault. That's the fault of the, of the show. Even fans don't love that, you know. But at this point, again, you're not you're not a fan. So, but the the shipping that's going on in the show uh, is strong. Um, oh yeah, I don't so, ship anyone. No, exactly. But the but fans do, and oh, and I, I know, did I except. Except they killed like a bunch of people that I like. So it, it, it's interesting because, again, I told you this the other night. The showrunner admitted that they do such a good job. They have such a good eye for casting that they are literally casted people who e- either been in nothing or almost nothing. They okay, get so yeah. popular that other shows grab them up and they leave their show. All right. So well, we got to wrap this one up. We yeah. got to wrap this one okay. up. So. so this is what I'm going to say. Um, if. If you're a fan, I'm assu- I'm thinking that you're enjoying this because I don't know how you couldn't. It, they've done a nice job rebooting. If you're not a fan, um, you know, it might be a little hard to, to um, <laughs> join in season six, but there's a chance because there's a reboot. It's a reboot. And if you go on Wikipedia or some other geek site, you can just kind of read is a, the It is know, a really valid reboot, but I have to say, I, the reason I had so many questions is because everyone's mad at everyone else for reasons that I don't understand. Like season people, five. People are not speaking to each other. People yes. are ready to stab. Like, there was a fight. Like, this dude is, like, almost dying. He's got these wounds and some characters yelling at him and saying he should have died in the first place. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What is happening? So yes. well, there's a and lot every time you texted of extra. Me, I just kept saying season five. I You're know. Like, well, what happened? I was like, season five. <laughs> Season five. You're like, why is this season five? So, I mean, here's what I'll say. Actually, this is what I'll say. If people are actually committed, for some reason, want to jump on board, I said this to you also. It's not, it, it makes, they rebooted twice, I said. So it makes more sense to reboot at season five 
catch up and then you'll really enjoy season six because both are a reboot. So they're connected to each other, five and six, but five is a reboot from four. So you're really kind of starting all right, over. All right. All right. That is for pitch. But, all right. Moving on, moving on. I will say I did enjoy those four episodes. I would say that. Okay. Well, right. hang in there. Next up, we're going to talk about agents of shield. And this, this is only episode three into the new season. And my biggest complaint is what the what? Why? Yeah. We, we have 13 episodes. Why did we spend 20 minutes with uh, Gemma and uh, Daisy being Daisy. drugged out of their minds? Because <laughs> there's yeah. this line where she, the guy was like, yeah, you were on the table for 20 minutes. And she was like, was it that long? And I was like, yes. Yes, yeah. it was that long. <laughs> um, it just, especially because the first two episodes were so good. And this episode, that whole bit went on for so long, it didn't feel like the Agents of Shield episode. I was like, what is what is happening? Yeah, it's like they were it's they were it's like they were trying to have like a a a comedy timeout from It felt know, like the Legends episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh Aaron, you haven't spoken for Aaron, you haven't spoken for a while. What did you think? Um, you know, I just kept trying to get into it. Um, that episode was, was so hard. It, it, it was so hard to follow. Um, and just, yeah, I agree with you with the whole Daisy and Gemma thing. Um, trying, it, it just, I, I feel like the humor, it just didn't it match not work. Thing. No. And so, um, you know, and I'm like, let's get them back to Earth, please. Um, <laughs> I know we got to find it. So hurry up, hurry up, find them. And let's get back to Earth. I I need to see some more Agent May. So Yes, uh, thank you. I love Agent May. She's my favorite. So I I want more of that. Um, I'm not really feeling this doppelganger Coulson. um, I don't know what I'm feeling. Like, I I get, I mean, I want my Coulson back. I really do. And I love Clark Gregg. And I am finding it a little interesting, him playing evil. But I saw in the preview him and May just in a room together. And I was like, oh. I want to see that. I mean, yeah. I know he's not Coulson, but all right. the emotions and everything's going to be there. And I just like, oh yeah, I want to see that hundred percent. And I don't care about people being drugged out of their minds. And to be honest, I like Fitz and Simmons as a couple. Okay. They're fine, but I don't, they're not the love story of this show. I'm sorry. No. Not for me. And it might be for some other people, but not for me. And so spending no. all this time, with her chasing him down because he's the love of her life. I'm just like, can we just get him already? Like, come on. Exactly. You know, we don't need all this. We don't need all this. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, I I, I don't mind either storyline. It's the fact that neither storyline meshes with yeah. the other in any way. And I just feel like we're being pulled too far in two different directions when they start going off with these stories. It's like if they committed themselves to one or one the or other... The other. Or found a way to connect these two in yeah. some way so that it was something that was happening in one story directly affected the other or indirectly even affected the other. That would that would make sense. But I just keep feeling like we've split the the group the cast, yeah. for no particularly good reason. Right. And I'm I'm 
I would like them to wrap up one or the other so that everybody. Well, can Coulson, kind of I think the, the Colson storyline is going to be the storyline for the season. I think they just need to find Fitz and be done. Like, come on, yeah. find Fitz, get back to Earth. That seems yeah, like and the they almost found thing. Fitz and then he got pulled away. So it's like, oh, more yeah. of this. Come on. Yeah, I, I, I feel like they're not going to reunite them that quickly. I mean, once I thought this was going to be the episode where they did it, but now that they've, he's been kidnapped into that disc, you know, transporter, I think that they're going to keep stretching this out. Unfortunately, that's my feeling. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It is yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. And who are the hunters? I don't. They're they're like the chromatons, but they're instead of him being the one that we know who's a historian, there are yeah. ones who are hunters. Yeah, but they're I'm the evil chromatons. I'm like, yeah. why? I know. Like I don't wraiths. know. They're, no, they're kind of like time rates. They're kind of yeah. like they gotta. They gotta correct. correct yeah, they gotta correct the timeline, time and they are right. They are screwing with the timeline. That is correct. Yeah, 100%. they are. But I don't care. <laughs> and to be f- honest, when Fitz died in the end of last season, I was like, "Oh, that's sad." Yeah, and I was like, "And we're gonna go." I was like, "Why are we going?" He just died. Like, why are we gonna go get his frozen? What? Like, uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> all right, I I didn't. I don't have anything good to say about this last episode, really. Um, so let's move on. Uh, next up, we're gonna talk about Doom Patrol. And it was called, it is the finale of the season called Ezekiel Patrol, which was the uh, cockroach. And I will have to say from the bottom of my heart, if I never see a cockroach and a mouse make out again, I will not be too soon. That was the grossest thing when, I've when ever do seen. When do you think you'll ever see that again, Libya? When do you know. ever think you'll see that again? I don't know, but I never need to see it again. Nope. I mean, I really think you're pretty safe from it, honestly. I wasn't expecting to see it this time. Um, but, oh, um, yeah. Wow. The Doom Patrol does go to interesting places. <laughs> oh, that was so bad. Well, oh, I stopped so eating bad. dinner while I was watching it. I was like, okay, I'm done now. I, couldn't get it I was so grossed out. <laughs> but, um, I, I, you know, just, just in general, I just think that um, I, I just wish they would have brought them together as a team earlier. And then, and and then I, what I, then is frustrating I, is they still weren't a team, really, in this episode. Yeah. But at least we got them all, like, in the same frame, finally, you know. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to say I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. done. I don't, I don't need a season two of whatever the heck this was. Really? Cause yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. It's it's completely gonzo and it's crazy, but I, I enjoy it and I enjoy the characters. Yeah. I am interested in seeing where they're going to go from here because now they've got the daughter. Yeah. And um, I, I never I never read Doom Patrol, but I when I started researching it after having seen the show, I noticed that like almost all the comics had this strange little girl. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking, well, why would they eliminate her from the story? Well, they built up to her. For, for the story and obviously she's going to be a character for next season and they just haven't cast her yet which is why we don't see we'll her only see the, the back of her head right yeah and <laughs> she is weird looking so whoever they yeah. get is going to be covered in makeup anyway but it, considering that this is supposed to be the, you know a, a perpetual little girl i it's going to be hard to cast yeah. um so i i'm interested in seeing where they go with that next season and having them you'll have to report back finally yeah well you know i it's it's Doom Patrol is definitely not for everybody. That is for sure. Um, And it does push it a little too far a lot of times. And a lot of times they do get bogged down in too much character 
yeah. psychology. Oh my I mean, God. It, it's so funny listening to, to Mr. Nobody rant about that because it's like, yes, yes, you're saying mm-hmm. exactly what I was thinking. I know, uh, but it's like, it's like they know that they're doing it and they're doing it anyway. Yeah, yeah they yeah. are. But I'm, I'm hoping that maybe next year is going to be a little better than that because the, they did get the, the gang together, even though they're not thrilled with, uh, with Niles no. anymore. They're they consider themselves to be a family, so I think that they'll work together anyhow. Yeah, I hope that they're finally able to show Elasta Woman use her powers. I, I just want to see it used. Um, in the comic book, she's phenomenal, so um, I, I love the actress, I think the actress is doing an excellent job. Oh, she's really amazing, incredible. But I'm like, let's see some power usage because we see everybody else use their abilities. So I'm hoping that um, whether it's a budgetary issue or whatever, but or maybe she's still learning. But I'm hoping by next season uh, we'll see her more integrated and more active in some fights. So question, are you guys going to watch Swamp Thing, which premieres next week, I believe? Oh, yes. Yes. I was impressed with the trailer and I'm hearing good things about it. I know that the, it was very problematic in production, enough so that DC uh, Universe actually cut it down from 13 episodes to five. Mm. But that hey, what? Said, There's only five episodes? I mean, five. Excuse me. Ten. I'm sorry oh, I was like, that's yeah, not a season. No, I, We're yeah. not in Europe. <laughs> that's a british season um yeah no to from from 13 to 10 sorry about that but i having said that from what i understand people who have seen the pilot are very impressed by it and and they're saying all good things so yeah i just if if for nothing else than out of pure curiosity i'm going to tune in mm-hmm. it looks scary it looks like a horror thing it's right up Peter's. I thought of Peter when I saw the trailer. I was like, "This is a Peter show. It looks terrifying." <laughs> yeah, I've I've heard good things about it, but I just don't know if I'm going to go back to getting that subscription. But I've heard it's yeah. I mean, it looks good. I'd wait wait till you hear what people say on the podcast, and then you <laughs> then you can determine. <laughs> all right, I think that's all we have to talk about. Let's wrap that all up. Uh, I'm giving Doom Patrol finale a thumbs down personally. I did not think it was a very good finale at all. Wait, Allison. Well, I, I'm giving it a thumbs up. Well, yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah, I give it a thumbs up too. What did you say, Peter? Allison liked it more than you. Yeah, she just said that. Yes. <laughs> I know, but that's always rare. It's Allison is usually more. I mean, I mean, we all love Allison, of course. But I mean, like, <laughs> Allison's usually a little <laughs> So, Allison, you like this more than Libya. Like, that's interesting. That you're like, you know what? It's fine. Like, you enjoyed it. <laughs> that was the most backhanded compliment I've ever seen in my life. Well, actually, it makes me want to watch Doom Patrol because I was like, "Well, Allison, thumbs up." I was like, "It must be. It must have some value because, like, you can be pretty harsh." So, I mean, I'm assuming you're not saying Doom Patrol is like Fosse Verdon. She's very discerning. Oh, no. She's it's, very it's, discerning. Yeah, that. Thank you. It's very. It's it's completely different. I have to hold a completely different standard. I'm expecting different things from it. Peter, did you hear the part about a cockroach and a rat making out? <laughs> I did. And, and also I did, and then, and by the way, I, uh, like Aaron, I was actually eating my lunch right now. And I was like, <laughs> man, I was like, I was like talk about that now. I was like, like, okay, so the question is, is it worth buying another streaming service? I always go back to that. Is it well, worth right. No! I would say no. Because I'd say Titans and Doom Patrol are not particularly good shows. 
and they're not worth. Yeah, I, I stopped Titans. I I watched like three or four, and I was like, eh. Yeah. Everyone said I the think... Doom Patrol pilot was really good. Though. The pilot was good, the pilot was but great. then yeah, the pilot was good, but the show is not. I would not say it's good. I don't think it's worth the money. And I guess, well, you know, uh, I, I can't I can't argue with that because I, you know, there are other ways of seeing it if you don't want to. <laughs> and I mean, if if it was something like what we were seeing and we were discussing earlier, the Disney uh, streaming service, which is just going to have tons of programming, that would be one thing. But, you know, right. based on like maybe one or two shows, that's not a reason to go. Yeah, to and, and, yeah the DC or, service, it literally has two shows. It has well, Titans. I'll watch and... it for Young Justice too. Okay, um, Young Ju- yeah, and Young Justice is good. That's yeah. true. But I mean, I don't think it's worth the money. Like for how much they charge, and they have three shows. Yeah. that's insanity. They're going to have to do better than that. They are. That's absolute insanity. All right, let's move on. <laughs> All right, if you guys have any questions or comments, leave them at tvcampfire@gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter or on Facebook. Listen to us on GetThePlayRadio.com, Krypton Radio, We Not Plus, and iTunes. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.